Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Gary's dream since he was a little boy was to be a policeman. But it's amazing that he even lived past his teenage years after revealing what someone was planning to do to him. Gary shares more. So Gary, um, if you can think back to when you were a kid growing up, a teenager, even before your teen years, was there a really great memory you have from those years that you recall? Yes, look, one of the, well, many memories actually, and uh, uh, one of them, I guess, was uh, when I was, oh, it must have been around five, I think. Um, we're on a bus, and we're going, I was with my mum, and we're going out to my auntie's place, and uh, the bus suddenly stopped, and I looked out of the window, and a gentleman had been hit off his motorbike by a car, and the bus couldn't get past. I remember looking and seeing uh, the police came first and they were helping this man who was injured on the road. Right. And then the ambulance came that was up in Newcastle. And I just recall vividly watching the police and the ambulance officers help this man. And my mum looked around and said, get away from the window and don't look. And so I moved up the back of the bus and continued to look. I remember then wanting to be a police officer or an ambulance officer. It was just absolutely seated in my heart, this strong desire. Well, I did become an ambulance officer, and then I did become a police officer. Wow. And that was a vivid memory. Because there was a bit of turmoil as you grew up, wasn't there? Yes. Um, my my mum was uh, pregnant with me um, and then had to get married. Uh, it was a shotgun wedding, if you like, to my dad. Yeah. And that uh, that was okay, but things weren't going well in the home. I was born, and then um, my mum said that they then wanted a girl, so Neil was born. They then wanted a girl, Kevin was born. They then wanted a girl, Trevor was born. They then wanted a girl, Brian was born, and they gave up wanting a girl. Wow. So there was five boys. And uh, the thing was that the you was know, we were living in our, our Nana's place, and, and it was an old place in New Lanston, and there was conflict between my mum and Nana, uh, not not outwardly but passively. There was uh, strain between financially. My dad had a job at the Lampworks, and it was a low wage and with a big family, and from time to time he went to the races and, and, and gambled money, and so things were in turmoil. My mother actually decided that she wanted to end her own life, and then she decided to end the lives of all of her children. Wow. And she actually started to plan a murder-suicide. And during that time, she was so depressed, she wanted to continue to make this plan. Well, about one or two weeks before she was going to do this murder-suicide, Lieutenant Gwen Fisher turned up at our door, knocked on the door, and and said, look, I hear that things are a bit strained here at the moment. We're talking to Gary, a retired Chief Inspector of the New South Wales Police Force, about his story. I don't know who contacted her. I'm not too sure, but someone contacted her and she came along and and we, my mother agreed to send us to Sunday school. So she was from the Salvation Army? Yes, yeah, she was a Salvation Army officer, Lieutenant Gwen Fisher. And so what happened? Yeah, well, we went to Sunday school and... Uh, uh, my mother was going to do this murder-suicide on a Sunday when my dad was away 
playing cricket with his, his mates. And uh, he played in the waterboard cricket team. And so the Saturday night before the Sunday she's going to kill herself and all of us, she came along to the Salvation Army. There was a core anniversary night on. And a guest speaker there, or that we call in those days the special, it was um, Brigadier Spillett. Now, Brigadier, at the end of the night, gave a very strong gospel message. And he said, he said, God, the Holy Spirit's telling me there's somebody here tonight that needs two things. And my mum said that, he said, you need Jesus as your Saviour and Lord. And secondly, you need to be healed of some enormous hurt. And my mum said that went straight over the top of her head. She thought, that's nice, but not for me. Then the brigadier said, the Lord has just told me that this person, whoever you are, this will not wait till tomorrow. You must make your decision tonight. Well, my mother knew, wow, how does he know that? Tomorrow I'm going to kill myself and my boys. And my mum said to me uh, later on, she said, the only reason I went that night to the Salvation Army was to see you boys happy for the last time because we were doing some things on the platform. And so with that, God the Holy Spirit convicted my mum of sin and then convicted her of his ability to heal her and to help her. And she got up and went forward and knelt at the mercy seat in tears and gave her heart to the Lord that very night. Wow. That's incredible. What happened from there? Yeah, well, next morning, uh, we're at home in the morning getting up for breakfast and Dad was a bit uh, tired and hungover. And my mother told him what she'd done at the Salvation Army, given her heart to Jesus. And my dad was so touched and so overcome by emotion that she would be thinking about killing herself and, and us boys. But from that day on, he became a better husband. Um, he, he he really didn't drink too much anymore or gamble too much anymore. Uh, the, the whole house changed. We're talking to Gary. He's a retired chief inspector of the New South Wales Police Force, and he's sharing his story. The whole family changed. We, there was a lot more peace in the house. There was a lot more, uh, I guess, you know, family time and, and, and our family was cemented a lot more. Mum became more tolerant of the circumstances she was in. And, uh, and my mum started to uh, grow as a Christian. She learnt the guitar to play choruses. She uh, was running the what they called the Home League in those days, which was the women's group meeting together. She used to do hospital visitation. And... Uh, my, my dad, he he didn't go to church at that time, but he grew and grew. And later on in his life, uh, he got very sick with cancer. And uh, I was able to minister to him, and he, he made a proclamation of uh, faith in Jesus not long before he died. And so our whole household changed because my mum surrendered to Jesus. Isn't it incredible that that is the reality of God and what he can do in our lives. Absolutely. Look, you're right too. And the, the key to it is uh, surrender. When I was a police officer, I'd often uh, have to wrestle with offenders who were resisting arrest. 
uh, turned out a boxing match or a wrestling match, and it was really hard. Uh, when people resist arrest, generally, they because of the vigorous struggle, they get hurt. And uh, those who don't resist arrest don't get hurt. They yeah. surrender to the police officer's demands. Yeah, That's what we've got to do. We've got to surrender to God. We've got to say, Lord, I give up. I'm not resisting you anymore, but I'm giving in to you. And that way, you don't get hurt, not only in this life, spiritually hurt, but in eternity. The minute we come to Jesus and, and, and say, look, I've sinned against you, and uh, I thank you for dying on the cross and taking the blame for me, then you don't get hurt because he gives you that free gift after our surrender. you just got to give in. We've yeah. just got to stop resisting or stop fighting God. And the Bible says don't resist or quench the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and, and so, and that's, I guess, all of us sooner or later. And it's, I think it's a surrender too daily. You know, we have that big surrender where we're saved, we're born again. But then each day, I, I don't know about you, I've, I've got to find, I've got to surrender myself and things every day. And, it, you know, sometimes people say to me, oh, I live a day at a time. I say, no, I live a minute at a time. That's Gary and his story. He's a retired Chief Inspector of the New South Wales Police Force in Sydney. Light and Life, the Salvos Weekly Radio Show.